As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate, but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. Welcome everyone. This is Araceli, Transition Wealth Advisor, and I'm a real estate investor in the US and Canada. And today I have a very special guest with me and he has a fantastic story on how he became a real estate investor. So Ronnie Banerjee, uh, he lives here in Canada with his lovely wife, Sujata. And uh, Ronnie, please, can you introduce yourself and tell me what you currently do? Sure. Hi, this is Ronnie. Um, I am uh, an entrepreneur, uh, being one for over 20 years. I own a couple of tech companies um, that I'm directly invested in and uh, a real estate portfolio. Okay, well, that's awesome. So, Ronnie, what, what was it that made you start investing in real estate? Like, how do you see the value in it? Right. Um, like I said, you know, I started investing uh, in technology companies first, but then I usually build it five years later. It's the peak point, I sell it. But when I started looking at generational wealth, that's when I realized that building a tech company and paying 50% of my proceeds, the sale to the government, how do I protect my returns when I invest in a tech company and I exit? So that's when I started looking at real estate and, um, you know, right from the Rockefeller days in the US, we all know that, yeah, the markets might go down, but it's gonna come up again because the number of people globally is not shrinking, it's actually growing exponentially. And when we look at a place like Canada, where we are looking to bring in between 400 to 500,000 people a year for the next mm -hmm. 10 years, that demand is just going to go through the roof. Exactly. And so that's why in Canada, we have seen very, like an exponential growth in the prices of property. And it's because yeah. of the demand that we have. And yeah. people continuously are looking for places to live in and they can't find anything so they overbid you know we have like 10 20 sometimes more offers in each one of the properties when they become available right, right. so tell me what was the first thing that uh, you decided to buy like why did you do that uh well i had actually moved from us to canada um many years ago 20 years ago and we were supposed to be for two years um so we were renting a place and then after the third month i realized that um I could easily buy a house uh, with a down payment and a mortgage. Uh, and why not build some equity? Uh, and it was quite cheap at that time. Mm -hmm. I'm talking of 1998. Yeah. Uh, wow. And uh, so I bought my first house over here in Long Park, paying barely 300,000. Uh, and in today's market, those houses are going for 2.5 million. So that was my first 
home. But then my first investment was actually I was having dinner at one of my, my literally my neighbor's house, my next door house. And they were uh, looking to sell and I suggested to them, I had very little real estate experience at that time. And I suggested that, why don't you sell it to me? You'll save the commission of 5%, let me buy it. And the house was uh, needed a lot of work. Uh, so I bought it. Um, I did ask for forgiveness from, to my, from my wife afterwards. <laughs> But she was not uh, too keen. We were, we were planning to move back. Yeah. And that's how I bought my first one. Literally over dinner, my neighbor said, I'm looking to sell the house. I saved them 5%. I, I got a great deal and then fixed it up and rented it out. And I did move to California for a little bit. So I ended up selling both the houses, uh, actually double my money in, in a short period of four years. Wow, that's amazing. So when you had your first house, with very little experience. How did you end up getting the all the contractors and getting the repairs done? Did you have any issues? Plenty. There is no, there is, I don't think there's very few people that will say that I had a easy time with the contractors because even after doing this for over 20 years, there is still an issue, and especially nowadays because there's such a shortage of skilled, great people. They will sign a contract with you, they will say, okay, we are going to come, they don't show up. Mm -hmm. uh, and these are people that I've worked with for over 10 years. So yeah, I, I you know, I hired a general contractor um, and he had his team. He, six, actually my, the house next door, it was a complete rebuild. So six months later, when he was over budget, he just decided to abandon and change his number. Yeah. So I learned the hard way uh, that uh, don't give most of the money up front, mm -hmm. do it in stages. Uh, also, what does uh, roughen means and what does underpinning means. Uh, so I learned a lot uh, and I hope I, I was hoping that I would learn it the other way, the easy way, but I learned it the hard way. Yeah, I think we all do. Like we think that it's a little bit easier. And uh, the reason that I put together this podcast is because a lot of people come from different places and sometimes you have a harder time than others, right? But some point or another you still have to deal with contractors with realtors and so on and there is really no easy way to do it until you actually do it and then you go through the issue and then you fix it and then you learn for the next property right. and there is really no matter how many books you read how many courses you take until you do it is that when you're actually learning the skill right Absolutely, 100%. Unless you do it, no book or no seminar is going to teach you how to be a real estate investor. I know there are a lot of people that does uh, these. Uh, you pay $500 and you attend that event. Uh, basically, they're asking you to search for a property and you come to them and they co-invest in it. But uh, once you buy your own first investment property, uh, then you learn uh, the nuances of actually rebuilding one. Uh, especially in Canada and each city also, like in Mississauga versus Oakville versus Toronto, mm -hmm. there's so many nuances that you have to work with the city hall. Uh, it's mind boggling. Oh yeah, absolutely. And every, you know, state or province, they have their own little things because I did um, lots of my flips in Ohio and I have it in different cities within the same county. And each one of the cities, they have different requirements you needed different permits, lots and lots of different things. So that's why 
you know, if you're going to be doing a flip or a rent a hole, that you can actually take a look at what is required in your own municipality. So that's very, very important. Yeah. Yeah. So then you said that you were uh, to buy some condos, right? So how how was has that worked for you? The condos worked out really well. Uh, again, this was by the Misaga area. Uh, we did pre-construction, uh, and you have to just make sure that uh, you you buy an assignment that there's a quality mm -hmm. pay. So there are certain builders that uh, waive the fee for assignment. Some people they charge for it. Mm -hmm. If they charge for it, you could factor it in into your profit that you're going to do. Usually, you know, I say in Misaga where there's a lot of. Uh, immigrants that are coming in, uh -huh. they're looking for uh, not a $5 million home or a $3 million home, they're looking for the first condo, yeah. which is 600, 700, which is still affordable in today's days for the people uh -huh. that are coming in with some cash, especially from the Middle East. Uh, it went actually pretty well. We had six, we made pretty good money on all six of them. We did try to rent one. Uh, I decided at that point that um, I'm not a good landlord. I think I'm better investor yeah. uh, because I'm not a good handyman. Uh, and that's one thing for anybody that wants to go into in real estate investing. If you have a good crew around you, you don't have to be a handyman. Uh, just make sure you surround yourself with some good, trusted contractors. Mm -hmm. It's like in any business or anything in life, you can't be good in everything. I understand technology, but I really couldn't tell you. Uh, I, I do understand underpinning and all that now, but um, I won't be able to do it. So that's one thing I decided not to be like a landlord, but more as an investor. So I'm still looking, I still do a couple of uh, uh, assignment condos, uh, but I'm looking more into buying houses uh, now that because the returns are bigger uh, and it's shorter period, because I buy a tear down, I'll build it, uh, or I'll do a reno where I just keep the two walls and it's a quicker return. Like in, I, I put a target and like I said, you know, from a tech background, so I have everything, flow charts and everything. I want to know when it's going to be done. I hold my contractors accountable to it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I work with lawyers for the last 25 years, so I write a pretty good contract and I hold each other accountable to it. Uh, so I focus more on houses and condos. You know, yeah. Condos. So that actually, you hit a couple of points here. First of all, is you got to know yourself. If you're going to start investing, like you said, no, I don't want to be a landlord, right? But if some people are looking for cash flow, maybe being a landlord would be the best idea. Uh, if you're looking for chunks of money uh, in a short period of time, then probably flipping condos or flipping houses would be the best idea. And then the second point that you highlighted, it was that you need to have the team because you said it perfectly. There is, you cannot know how to do everything. Um, I'm pretty handy, like I can do painting and I can do minor repairs. I can even change a live fixture. But the thing is, it's either you do it yourself, like if you can do everything, but that's going to cost money because you're tidying up your time doing the repair, even though you do it. Sometimes I just say, you know what, I need a contractor to do the entire job just because I don't have the time. Right. Plus I do it remotely. So I can't be there to fix a wall or to fix anything, right? Even though it's a small job. So that is very important. And if you are not, the only thing that you need to be good at is to select the team, right? To select the people that are actually good at what they do. Right. 
So how long did it take you to actually create that team that you work with? I'm still creating that team. Because the moment I have somebody after a couple of projects, they decide they're too busy to come. So you're constantly on your toes. I don't think you ever have a team that is going to be with you for the longest time, unless they're working for you full time, yep. like Mattery Homes and all. They have a exactly, team yeah. working for them. But if we are just investors and that we are looking flipping homes, you constantly have to be look out, ask around, ask your contacts. Ask, you know, somebody knows somebody who is a good plumber. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I just want to touch one point there, Asili, that I, yeah. I want to make sure that people that are listening, I know how to change a light fixture. Uh, and I and I think I, I can get away with some uh, plumbing work. Mm -hmm. However, I don't do it because in one of the houses, actually, we built a house. Um, but, uh, we, we put a house blown in Islington area and we tore it down and built it. And it was a, it was a fairly, it was a couple, few million dollars. Uh, it was bought by a famous athlete. Mm -hmm. And there was a leak and his interest came in and she said, okay, who, who prepared, who put this plumbing in? And it was a licensed plumber. So he had insurance, this guy had insurance. Now, if I would have done it, I'm not a licensed plumber. So one has to be very careful, especially if you're going to do flips or even if you want to rent it out. And if it's a, something that you could have issues later on, I would strongly recommend to spend that extra few bucks, get a licensed contractor in to do the work because God forbid something happens at once out of 10, you got to have a licensed person who is doing the project. Absolutely. And that is another excellent point that you make here because yeah, you can do minor repair. I don't think they'll sue me if I didn't paint properly, right? That's kind of the extent that I do, but anything to do with plumbing and electrical, especially if you have to move locations. You know, sometimes you want to make another bathroom. Uh, in one of my houses, I actually had to move the sink just because the kitchen was so old that Thanks. the design was not, you know, it wasn't practical. So we had to move the sink. So no, I wouldn't do that kind of job because it, that takes more of uh, somebody that is experienced and it could cause a lot of damage. Water and electricity, my goodness, you can damage and just burn the house down or have a, a leak that yeah. it could damage everything, right? Yeah. Absolutely, so that is uh, true. So if it is not something that is very, very, very minor, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Yeah, it's better that somebody else does it. Yeah. So now, if, if you were going to start all over again, like, what would you recommend uh, a beginner investor to do? Start with a small project, it depends. Like it's a very broad question. Uh, so I'll try to keep it short. If you're going to do a flip for a house, go for the smaller house outside of the city. Toronto, you can't get any flippers under 2 million now. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for Toronto, just in the Atlantic area. So go a little further away, go to Orella, go to Ottawa yep. and try your hand at it. Now go to Kingston or go to like at least an hour and a half away, go to Waterloo maybe. Mm -hmm. Try your hand at a smaller one. However, the disadvantage is that your contractors or the people that you know is probably local. So try to get somebody who will travel there with you. Yeah. If you're going for a assignment condo, uh, I'm, you know, I, 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 I look at the financial markets quite closely. I know there's a rate hike coming and everybody's saying it's a point under 50 points. And if that happens, uh, a lot of people that have a mortgage of over 1.5 million, it's they need to find a new job. 
or another job to just to pay for that increment. So what are they going to do? They are probably going to sell and they're going to move to a condo or a townhouse, which is slightly cheaper. So then all of a sudden there's a lot of expensive homes. Now, I'm not an expert. I'm not a financial guru. So everybody is saying the markets will crash, the housing market will pull down. It's not happening. If you're starting out in a condo market, look at where a lot of people, the professionals are going to hang out. Toronto markets dropped for briefly uh-huh. and it just went back up again. So Toronto is always a safe bet. Mississauga Square One anyway, the close to transportation. Always try to get a transfer because if somebody is buying a condo for 600,000, chances are they will look for something that they have public transportation. Uh-huh. A lot of them will not, because to get a parking notice, to buy a parking with a condo, it costs between fifty dollars and $100,000. A lot of people are not getting that. So what happens, they don't have a car. So if they don't have a car, they look for a public transportation. So find a place that is close to public transportation. If an assignment, now keep in mind, your money is tied up for the next three, four years. So you have to be patient. Do not put, I, I tell anybody, I tell even my family, do not put your life savings, all of it, into investments. Remember that if you lose the entire money, you will still be okay. And it's a very important lesson. People don't realize that the same thing like when you, I don't gamble at all. I don't, I go to Vegas to eat the food, but we'll go, people go, I go to, to the shows. Oh, the, and the shows. And they, you take a little bit of money, put it in the poker table, which you are, your fancy is. If you lose, you just walk away. You won't, you won't, you know, stop, be starving following day. Same thing like real investment. Do not put all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make an excellent point, And that is one of the things that I always tell people. And when I work with my clients, the very first thing that you need to do is to know your financial position. How much of that money you're going to be putting away towards a property or an investment property? Because like you said, if you take everything and something goes wrong or, you know, the especially like if you're going to tie up the money three to four years before you can actually see a return. You don't know if that builder is going to go bankrupt and your funds are going to be tied up for longer and you're not going to get any return. Right. And if yeah. they return your funds, you may not get anything, may not get a, a property at all. So all of these things has to be factored in, in what you're doing. So that is a very good advice, please, to the listeners, you know, listen to Ronnie because he has been investing quite a bit and successfully because he understands the financial position is the most important and putting just that little chunk then you don't have to worry about the rest of it. So that's excellent, excellent point that you make. So what, tell me, what are you currently working on? Uh, I'm actually uh, putting an offer on a semi this evening. Mm -hmm. So are you going to do a flip or are you going to keep it? No, I'm going to do a flip. I don't want to be a landlord. Uh, I'm going to, and interestingly, the house that is adjoining we're doing a complete reno, like I'm gutting inside and making it into a two-story right now. Uh, it's going to be like an eight-month project. Uh, okay. So the next door, which they have the same wall, they uh, said, why don't you buy my house? Because there'll be a lot of noise. Uh, yeah. As soon as the sign went up, so I said, sure, for the right price. So I've given them an offer. I'll get to know by midnight tonight if oh, I get cool. it. 
Yeah. But that's an amazing idea, and, and they're together, so you can just work on both of them at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Because if I send my plumber, he can work on both the houses. Of course. One on the Renault project, one on the other project. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there you have it. So for everybody that, you know, Ronnie has been successfully doing uh, flips, fix and flips, that's his strategy. So if you are still unsure about where you want to start investing, start thinking, what is the best strategy? Do you want to be a landlord or do you want to just flip houses? So that is the advice for Ronnie. Um, everything worked as a fix and flip and it worked perfectly. So, and then you just keep reinvesting what you make in the, in the properties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. That is an amazing strategy. So I really appreciate you being here. So now if the listeners want to contact you, how would, how would they do that? What's the best way to contact you? by email okay so what is your email it's r danerji so that's r b a n e r j e a at hotmail.com that's amazing i really appreciate you being here and sharing you, your experience you. because my privilege people what want to see what everybody else is doing because i think that when you see people doing it then they believe that they can also do it themselves and this is a great example. Thank you so much and say you, hello to your lovely wife. And Thank um, you, we will speak to you soon. Thank you. Take care. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.erinsalihernandez.com. Thank you.